Happy fall, y'all. Oh, God. Are you a pumpkin spice latte or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is Danny. And I'm Nick. And you are tuned in for another, hopefully, riveting episode of the Sister Shelves podcast. Woohoo! Yeah, and this month we are discussing what turned out to be a really fun book. I'm really excited about this one. It was one. fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun called, and funny. It's called The Blonde Identity yes. by Allie Carter. Or Allie Carter, if you're from the East Coast. <laughs> Um, all right, so, uh, this is not a James Bond novel, but it is a spy novel. Yes. Um, so, girl wakes up in the middle of a snowy street in Paris and doesn't know who she is or why she's there. She lost her memory. Um, she thinks she's a spy after seeing herself on TV. Um, then she runs into another guy who's a spy and is like, I'm definitely a spy. That's a lot of spies in a close proximity. This is so true. Um, but then she realizes she's not a spy. She's the twin to a spy. <laughs> so she's being chased by basically all the bad people in the book, and the guy spy uh, is trying to keep her alive. Yes, and I'm looking at the cover right now, and it kind of looks like her ring is a cinnamon roll. Um, oh, so now I'm a bit distracted. So good right the other now. thought I'm having is, do you remember the Disney Channel original movie, Get a Clue? With Lindsay Lohan. Yes, and yes. it had like all the spy trinkets, yes. and she looked so cool in like a bell-bottoms and jean jacket outfit. Yeah, but if you wore bell-bottoms and a jean jacket, you would look like... Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm getting. And honestly, listeners, the vibe is not far off. Like, I no. did get some, like, get a clue. Yeah. Fun. Or, like, The Spy Who Dumped Me with Mila Kunis and that girl from SNL. I have not seen that. It's really Is it good? It's really fucking it funny. It's funny. Like, it's not a serious movie by any means, uh, but it's really funny. So let's start out with our ratings. So this book, um, I think, comfortably fits, even though there is that spy component in the rom-com Oh, yeah. Genre. Absolutely. For Absolutely. sure. Um, so, spice scale, peppers. How many peppers did you give this one? So, I had mixed feelings about the peppers because there's, like, a lot of tension. Definitely that slow burn. Yes. And a lot of, yes. like, mm, I like him, but I shouldn't like him. Who was singing upstairs? Is that a dog? It could a be. person? It Who could knows? Be. Well, especially since she she seemed to um, often come back to, I can't have feelings for someone I don't know who I am. Yes, because she doesn't have her memory, like, the entire book. I wanted to be like, hey, character, it's a rom-com. Just go It's with okay, it. and it's Just a book. You it. can do what you want. That's right. Um, so I gave it one pepper. Like, lots of feelings. There's some kissing. There is an opportunity, and they do take it to, you know, tumble in the sheets. But, like, it just, there wasn't a lot of, like, and he put his member in there, uh, none of that. It's definitely not a romance novel. No, it um, was not. It also was not. Are you thinking of Lady Awakened? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I, they were awakened. <laughs> I, I liken it to, it's like a Dawson's Creek level of, mm. of spice. Like, with less angst, There's though. a very almost YA. Yeah. Um, style with how this is written, slow burn, a lot of internal dialogue, flirtatious thinking, does he like me, does she like me, long stares, caught moments type thing, which I think just adds to it being fun and, and more about the action yeah. and, like, the spy chase mm-hmm. than their feelings. Right. And, like, you don't forget that it is a spy novel. Yeah. Because, like, if, you, if it was too overly cutesy and, like, sexy, I guess, you would forget that. Well, you wouldn't care as much. And I do think that her, um, Allie Carter, the author's, what she's known for is this Gallagher Girl series, which is YA. So this is her first kind of foray into adult fiction. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of a nice, a nice debut without being, like, super steamy. So, Guess who didn't read the book jacket? Nick. <laughs> mm. 
Shame. I made Shame. up my own description, as you can <laughs> tell how many times I said spy. So, uh, cheese scale, how many cheeses did you give this one, Nick? I gave it two cheeses uh, because it was very reminiscent of some, like, cheesy spy movies I've seen. Not Inspector Gadget. That one is a classic. But, like... You're thinking more Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, like, and, you know... Kind There's of a certain cutter. level of like clumsiness, yeah. and um, I gave it three, but it's like the kind of cheese you want to eat. Like yeah. it's entertaining, yes. Um, kind of corny cheesiness. It didn't deter me, right? Like that did not weigh into my rating and make me rate it lower. It wasn't like some of the books that we've done this year, where like the character <laughs> names are so sorry. So they know, great. Again. <laughs> well, that yeah. What was that guy's name? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Manglethorpe or something. I don't remember what his name was. Okay. Um, overall rating, I gave this book four stars. Same. I was, I for a period of time reading this book, I thought it was going to be five. I did too. And honestly, I think the only reason why I didn't rate it five stars was, you can't rate everything five stars, you right. dummy. So I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you dummy. Um, I do think this is one that when I'm talking to people about books I've read, this is one that I think Anyone can enjoy. Absolutely. And in any setting. For example, my mother was sitting in a hospital waiting room today reading this book and laughing out loud like a fool. Yeah, a little bit of joy. You know, Bring she said it brought some levity, but everybody stared at her weirdly and then she had to stop. That That is the way of the waiting yep, room. It is. Yes. It is. So I think that this would make great TV movie. Give it to your friend. Give it to your mom. Give it to your neighbor. They'll love it. Oh, yeah. If you're I don't a reader, know if I give my neighbor a book, reader, but... You have to stick it in the mailbox. Actually, I think that might be a felony. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it, um, might, it might be. It might casting. Be. Who did you cast as the main female protagonist, Zoe, twin to the spy, and unfortunate amnesiac? I said <laughs> unfortunate. Did you like that <laughs> little intro? I did. I did. Um, I said Kaylee Cuoco, you know, from yes. Big Bang Theory. Okay. I and not that. just because she's blonde, <laughs> but because she's funny, and I could literally see her losing her memory and being like, I'm a spy. Yes, kind of fun energy, cool yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Great things. Definitely plays into it. What about you? Um, this will not be my first, nor will be my last time casting this person. Zoe Deutsch. You just I know. picked her because her name's the same as the character. I actually didn't take that into consideration. <laughs> it's just fate. Uh, but she has kind of that quirky sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I thought she could play a twin. She might be a twin. It's possible. I know it's absolutely possible. nothing about her. Have you, sidebar, have you seen that Netflix movie with her in it and the guy who plays Chad, Chad something on Scream Queens? Um, and like they're both like interns and. Yes. 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 I yes, I have. Movie. I love it. She's fun. What about casting for the male protagonist, the male spy? spy, true spy, Sawyer, just Sawyer? <laughs> I chose Ryan Reynolds because he's snarky, he's tall, he's dark, and he's handsome. And he could be a spy with or without the Deadpool creators on his face. Well, he would play off of Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, well. absolutely. Like, that's a, very, that's a very good pairing. Absolutely. Okay. I went Chris Evans, parentheses, with beard. If you know, you know. And America's ass. It comes with the package. I just think the, the more rugged Chris Evans, Zoe Deutsch, I think... If they've been in something together before. Maybe I so. Don't know. I don't know. There's like a 20 year age gap. Maybe not that much, but well, you know it I struggle like with there it. Would you be. know I struggle with the age. I mean, that's hard. Same. I think this would make a cute little made for TV movie. Yes. I don't know about Netflix. You know, Netflix a theater movie. type movie. Yes. I'd go see it in theaters. I think it'd be fun. 
So that was that was quick, but we are now to the point in in this podcast experience where if you don't want something to be spoiled, pause, read the book, come back. It'll take you only like a day. Uh, yeah, it is quick. It was quick. It's fast. Yeah. All right, because we're moving on. Yes, yes, with it or without you. All right, Nick. Favorite part, favorite character. So I really liked Zoe. She has no memory. She's not a spy, but she's fearless. Yes. She's like taking on these bad guys. Like, I'm going to kick you, even if I don't know where to kick you or how to kick you. Um, You know, she doesn't remember who she was prior to losing her memory until like the very end of the book. And so she like believes that she can do anything. Which is great and actually is a storyline. Yes. She had a heart condition as a child and had to have a heart transplant. Or definitely open heart pr- surgery. There are definitely procedures. Um, so she's got a she's scar, big ass scar yes. down her chest, which, duh. Um, and so her twin eventually is like, she can't do that stuff. Right. Because she has a bad heart. And Sawyer was like, no, she does do that stuff because I don't think her heart's bad anymore. She's just thrust into a situation where she has to rise to the circumstances and she doesn't have a lot of time to think about what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She just has to act. She's still And it. so then I think they both discover that. That is her natural nature. Yep. And that was redundant, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's also kind of like the people in her life sound like they're holding her back. Kind of, yeah. Just like impose limitations. Yeah. Um, kid, kid gloves, um, her whole life. I enjoyed her. I think she was my favorite character too. Um, I at first felt like the whole amnesia thing was just plopped so suddenly. Yes. There was it, it, it is very no sudden. context. Yeah. There's really no context to explain why the sister's not there, but Sawyer is there. Mm-hmm. That part's a little confusing. She's just being chased and uh, pursued violently with people walking around. That it was just a bit much. It was it was like you walked right into a story that had already been happening. Yes. Which I, I enjoyed once I got past I that. I guess that was her experience though too. Yeah, absolutely. And it was kind of like, oh maybe I am Amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was cool because like the the book opens with her laying in a street and she's right, like why am I here? Yes. I don't know who I am. My head hurts. Yes. Who's this hot man? And he goes, Alex, move and she goes, Well, my name must be Alex. Right. And it's not. It's her sister. But it moved, the the pace is quick. I liked how much they traveled, yeah. and just like her her natural wit, and like when they're on, what is it like that train, and somebody comes and tries to beat her up. Mm-hmm. Like she just is kind of a natural adventurer, and yep. they jump off a lot of like cliffs and platforms. And yes, I also found that to be a bit. There is a spider on your wall, and it oh. better not eat me. It it can stay there. Oh, you did that so silently. Good job. It's gone. I Sorry. Hope so, it'll farewell spider. Yep. Anyway, so we both like the same character. Yes, that's positive. Yes. Um, anything that you didn't like? There really wasn't anything that I didn't like. Um, I thought Ali Carter did a really good job of like setting the scene and like describing the scene. The very end when they're on that mountain, I was like, man, I'm I'm on a mountain. Like it. Oh, was yeah. very believable. Oh, the end. The end scene, like the final conflict, so cool. With involving like all of these different sides, and who can who can we trust? And you know, she she at this time isn't sure she can trust Sawyer, mm-hmm. but she's come to terms that she has feelings with him, feelings for him. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that made me cool. feel like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yes, and I was also like, man, I want to go to the Swiss Alps. Oh, I know. The Never really had a desire to before, but yeah, I want to go to the Swiss Alps. Um, I also thought like. 
just the inner monologues of the two characters because it flips back and forth between their points of view. So funny. Yes. Like Sawyer's very like deadpan. And Zoe's just like, huh, I'm gonna go do this. Maybe he likes me, maybe I like him. Like it was just it was cute. That's kind of believable in, in in that sense. One thing that I did not care for, and I'm noticing this more and more just about TV and books I feel like are written from the American perspective. I didn't like the names and the casting of like the villains. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, very... I had a problem with that. Like, I feel like the, the potential villains, like there's, um, you know, this, this group of kind of villains from what sounds like Russia. And then there was another the, the agency. Mossad. Right. Yeah. And so I just, I, I, that's, that's tired. Yeah. Like, like we can, we can <clears throat> spread out. It's also unfortunate because like the names chosen for those characters are very common yes. in those um, yes. nationalities. But it's also like, okay, we get it. Let's just call him John. <laughs> Let's just yeah, I just, I'm kind of just over it. And it's not just this book. And I think that it's, it goes beyond just one author or one, you know, person writing a script. It's just like, okay, yeah. let's get let's get a new idea. Yep. Um, so that, that was something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And it's just those names are mentioned so often. And some of the adjectives to describe the villains, like kind of like a thug mm-hmm. description. I'm like, yeah, pass. Pass yeah. on that. Yeah, just giving people those nationalities. Bad name. And... That everyone is the same. It basically. just it, I just it reinforces like a tired yeah. tired concept. Other than that, I uh, loved their chemistry. I loved the adventure component. Um, I let me let me post this to you as a question first. What what do you think about the ending? God, I read it so long ago. I don't even remember the ending. It was a little abrupt. So okay, to fill in some context, in case you didn't read the book, um, so we didn't read the book. Go do it. Yeah, what's happening? Zoe comes to terms. She's got feelings for Sawyer. Sawyer has feelings for Zoe. They've had some kind of intimate connection. They like each other. She's not sure that she can trust him. There's still an element of who is he really working for. And she kind of feels this innate loyalty to her sister, even though she doesn't really have much of a connection with her sister. And so in the end, it's kind of like, what is my life? Mm -hmm. After this conflict, after the, the flash drive, after everything is kind of settled, what is my life? And as she's being shipped back to the United States, yeah. um, this uh, MI6 kind of director is, you know, getting ready to put her on a plane. Like, she's kind of already getting ready to load. And then come to find out this director is Sawyer's dad, who he's talked about throughout the book. Yeah, he's talked about the dad who's kind of absent, who expressed interest and love for him, but it was kind of late, wasn't a formative part of his childhood. And then he was a spy, too. Yeah, it's like, good. this secret cabin that was, like, off-grid. And, and they have a relationship. Like, they, yeah, they're they, cordial with one another, yes. and clearly they work together because he works under his dad yeah. for MI6, and his dad's like, don't make the mistake, same mistake I made. Like, yeah. just, you can be done being a spy, go be in love. Yeah. And, like, it was cute, but it was also, like, where the fuck did that come from? Because when it was like, when he said dad or whatever, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right? I had to like roll back and be like, was this man in too the rest tidy. of his book? Yes. It's just like too yeah. tidy. And also, something it. else that I felt like was like, Bo, it's like, oh, Zoe is a world famous author. I'm like, yeah, wait a second. Why does she have to be uber successful? She, I was like, she didn't mention books throughout the entire book. I know. At all. Nor does it really suggest, like, how she restores things with the twin. Like, the like her sister Alex does play a part in the mm-hmm. ending. I mean, it's it's but, small-ish. Yeah. 
Uh, so I thought, yeah. um, I'm just finding with uh, this year, and I don't know if you feel the same way, I've encountered, I would say, a pretty fair percentage of the books that I'm reading where I'm into the book. I'm like, oh my gosh, this might be five stars. And then in the last 30 pages, I'm like, what I think happened? it's because we're old now. Well, just, and then maybe it's because <laughs> I'm reading too much of the same maybe. subgenres. But I'm finding with like rom-com, romance, and sometimes like mystery thriller, it's like you were trying to tie up all of these loose ends. Yeah. And it's hard to do. I mean, it's this book is what, 200 and it's not super some long. pages? I don't think it's over 300. And if it is, no, it's, it's not barely... over three. It's like right under three. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty large. Yeah. 280 maybe. Yep. Um, yeah. Large type. I mean, it's a new release, so it's in hardback. Fast, fast read. And I, I think that's. I mean, again, that it fits in the genre, yes, because of that. But it is a downturn of the genre. And I, I again, total recommend. Yeah, would recommend it to anybody. Anybody could enjoy this. We just need to read something different. So segue, segue, segue. So dun 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 dun. That's what my <laughs> husband does when somebody does something great. Is that like the football it, thing? It's the, it's like the ESPN. Oh, highlight. ESPN. Okay. <laughs> well, so next month we are going to. Semi detour. We're just gonna spice it up a little bit. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna pumpkin spice it up a little bit. No, we're not. Okay. No, we're not. I retract. We're not pumpkin spicing anything. <laughs> Nothing. Much to the Instagram reader world's dismay. Yes, I'm so sorry. Um, so we are going to read Mother Daughter Murder Night by Nina Simon. Um, you know, Reese picked this for her book club. That's not why I picked it. I like the cover. Um, it's a great cover. So just from the Goodreads little blurby blurb nothing brings an estranged family together like a murder next door a lighthearted whodunit about a grandmother mother daughter trio of amateur sleuths think gilmore gilmore girls but with murder i'm stoked because i love gilmore girls i hope there's some really great banter i hope so too and i hope they don't drink pumpkin spice anything some lorelei banter like witty she can drink coffee but not pumpkin spice you know what i side sidebar again yeah, sorry. What okay. if what if one time listeners weigh in here uh, via however you wish to communicate with us? Instagram. <laughs> um, we we should do um, one of the books from Gilmore Girls sometime, like a, like a Rory. I tried to do her list once. It's pretty heavy. Oh my god! Like Homer, the Iliad. I'm like, okay, oh you know my what? God, you know what? Veto that. It's, Never mind. It's all like classic novels. Yeah. Back back on track. Anyway, you were saying. Gilmore Girls, but with murder. That's what we're doing next month. Yes. We're not going to murder anyone, though. No, we are not. No crimes will be committed. Nope. Nope. And then, should we give everybody a little preview of <gasps> the rest of the year? We should. We should. So, in October, we're going to do, you know, our yes. usual judge. Mother-daughter murder night. Yep. And then... dun da da We're going <laughs> to exchange and unwrap corny holiday fiction that we picked up for each other. Yes, that's right. So I'm going to pick out a book that I think could be the corniest holiday. We didn't specify genre uh, for Nick to read, and she's going to do the same for me. Yep, and we're going to do physical books because we share a Kindle library, and that would she would have it. to tell me what books she yes. wants me to upload, and that yes. just doesn't work. And that's what so. we're going to do for our November show. We are yes. going to kind of compare uh, the experience and share it with you along the WWE way. WWE Holiday Fiction Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Hulk Hogan say? Yeah, brother. Um, Hulk smash. No, that, I think that's something different. <laughs> that, yeah, the Hulk is not part the of the Avengers. WWE. Um, and then in December, uh, we're going to do like a little uh, Book Academy Awards type thing, have some categories, and choose our favorite reads from 2023, um, and just kind of celebrate uh, another great year of connecting through books. 
I was going to say booking, but that, that made it sound like a cop. Booking someone, which I'm not. Yes. That's either funny. either way, same, same. Same, um, same, but different. Before we say goodbye today, what are you reading right now? So, right now, I'm reading Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Nice. I picked it up at a Goodwill. Oh, that book's probably expensive. What a thrifty find. I know. It didn't have a dust jacket, which is fine. Whatever. That's all good. Um, My dogs eat those. Don't give them to them. I, well, I don't feed them the dust jackets. <laughs> it's true. I saw you feed them food earlier, and it was gone in 35 seconds. Yes, it's it crazy. Um, you know, it's a lot of fucking tennis. Like, it follows her entire tennis career, Carrie Soto's tennis career. And it's a lot of tennis. And I'm not a huge tennis fan. The hard to work around that. So I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Oh, um, okay. okay. Which I DNF'd a book a couple weeks ago, too. Now I'm, like, being ruthless. You have to be selective. I, you know, those, selective. and it was sad because the book that I DNF'd, I, like, really, really wanted to read. That's always disappointing. And it was, like, the hype, been, just what, the hype was yeah, too much. Yeah, it had much. been hyped up on TikTok. Like, oh, if you like smut and you like dark stuff, read this. So I'm picturing, sure. you know, something BDSM-y, which was fine. I was, like, whatever. When was it going to happen? It never happened. Oh. So I'm like... Really slow start. Oh, such a slow start. It's called Haunting Adeline. Girls living in her, like, family mansion that may or may not be haunted. Her great-grandmother may or may not have been murdered there. And she's being stalked, which her great-grandmother was also stalked. That's interesting. And so she's, like, kind of trying to figure out, like, was her great-grandmother murdered by her stalker? Is she going to get murdered by her own stalker? But it never went anywhere. So I was like 35% of the way through the book. I'm like, I'm just done. Nothing had happened. It's always disappointing when you have high hopes for something and then it just doesn't yeah. rise to the expectation. Just I'm sorry. Wasn't uh wasn't for me. Well, hopefully Carrie Soto will pick up the pace. It will and find out. Be a little less Tennessee. I don't know if it'll ever get there. I now this is not going to make you happy, but I'm currently reading Pumpkin Spice, not so nice. Uh Shame. by Becky Monson and it is reminiscent of the Kristen Bell, Trevi Fountain movie where, maybe, ah, that might be wrong, but where the main character, main female character, it seems like every last guy she's dated, the next person that guy falls in love with, they get married. And so she is kind of stuck in this cycle of falling in love for what she calls emotionally unavailable men, helping them better themselves, and then they tell her she's not the one, and then they go find their person. Hmm. And so... I'm barely into it. I don't know if I'll finish it. I was kind of just looking for a holdover read before we chose our next book. But it does seem uh, seasonally appropriate. So It does. I'm an apple crisp oat milk girly. Okay, so apple crisp oatmeal not so nice no. would be your preference? <laughs> well, if you had to name a book, yes. But it's the, like, oat milk apple crisp latte thing from Starbucks. I've never had it. Oh, my God, you should go get yourself one. Okay, well, on that note, I have to leave. I have to go to Starbucks um, and find out if it's nice or not so nice. Thanks for listening. Uh, excited to do our swap at the end of next month's podcast. Yeah, and follow us on Instagram, sistershelves underscore podcast. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye.